greatest memories. Fresh. Fresh. 107.9 FM. Fresh FM, Abel Kuta, 107.9. Fresh FM, 107.9, Abel Kuta. For the sacrifices ooh, ooh. All the things where my eye don't see I'm grateful for you and me ah, When they try to crucify me ooh, ooh. I'm grateful that you stood by me I'm grateful for you and me about you, I know they talk about you, it doesn't really matter what they say or talk about you, every night they pass away, they go see talk about you, it better make you up your game so they go talk about you, no now, you better know boy, put your focus on your purpose, never slow boy, a pretty young girl, you best believe girl, the world is yours, all you gotta do is Fresh one seven point nine FM. I built a great morning to you wherever you're listening to us from uh, this uh, Wednesday morning. Today, the twenty third of um, June, twenty twenty one. Great to know you're there, uh, joining us this morning. Uh, well, as it has been uh, for a couple of days now, it's another cold morning. I uh, hope you enjoy the weather. Uh, like I always say, as you head out this morning, uh, prepare yourself for any eventualities as far as uh, the rain is concerned. Get the kids ready if they are going to school. Uh, make sure uh, they have all they need uh, to, uh, you know, have a great time, especially 
uh, with this weather. All right. Uh, today is the United Nations Public Service Day. Uh, that's um, an annual commemoration. It's celebrated uh, on the 23rd. Uh, the UN Public Service Day was designated by the United Nations General Assembly's resolution of 2003 to celebrate the value and virtue of public service to the community. Uh, well, it's one of a number of other things being celebrated across uh, some other parts of the world as well. It's the International Widows Day as well. Uh, that's um, a day uh, set aside to address poverty and injustice faced by millions of widows and their dependents in many countries. It takes place annually on the 23rd of June. If you're a widow, we'll celebrate with you. We should very best. For all of us, I probably find what we're looking for this Wednesday morning. Welcome to Freshly Pressed this Wednesday. morning to you. Thank you for joining us this Wednesday morning. Freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkata time to take a look at uh, what the headlines are saying. Uh, this morning, the Punch, the Nigeria Tribune, the Guardian, the pen-pushing newspapers, the Premium Times, the Nigerian Gateway. Uh, some of the options available to us uh, this morning. Wale Bakar is my name. Uh, good to know you're there. Uh, joining us uh, this uh, morning. Uh, just go right ahead uh, to mention some of the headlines and take a peep into some of them at some point. Remember, uh, we are live on Facebook for you to join in and uh, feel free to drop your contributions there as well uh, this Wednesday morning. Uh, boldly written on the punch, federal government disobeys own law, flouts workers' pension remittance. Uh, that's on the punch this morning. Twitter wants ban lifted. Reps say suspension dictatorial, ill-timed. That's another uh, to look out for on the punch. NPC, NBC bills not to moderate but criminalize journalism. Uh, that's according to the Nigerian Guild of Editors. Is another on the punch this morning. Senate begins probe of Buhari's economic recovery plan. Also there to look out for. SFU police assaulted a VC over invitation letter. Foyer is another uh, to look out for on the punch. Buhari will complete tenure despite call for removal. Ojidu is there as well. A female doctor, ex-soldier, arrested for selling drugged cookies, cocaine. Others is there. On the punch as well this morning. The Nigerian Tribune. ECOWAS Court restrains federal government from prosecuting Nigerians for using Twitter. There's another 
on the Tribune. Twitter ban Malami, Pantami, Fashola, others to engage Twitter is there on the Tribune as well. Southeast governors cannot decide for Indigo on Biafra. That's according to IPOP. That's on the Tribune this morning. Uh, that statement is coming after the Southeast governors, after a meeting over the weekend, uh, said uh, condemned in totality uh, the activities of uh, the IPOP members. Well, Southeast governors cannot decide for Indigo on Biafra. That's according to IPOP. Is there on the Tribune. Uh, this uh, morning to look out for full subsidy scam court sentences Farouk Lawan to 19 years imprisonment <laughs> headlines well uh, it was I, I think 7 years um, and then 5 making 19 but it's supposed to serve them concurrently so you could say 7 years but for some reason the tribune says 19 years full subsidy scam cut sentences for Lawan to 19 years imprisonment uh, this is according to the tribune Ami intercepts bandits heading to Bumashaw inside vehicle is on the tribune as well uh, this Wednesday morning the Guardian says President seeks approval for 895 billion naira supplementary budget. ICPC launches ethics integrity policy in Southeast, urges residents to own projects. Zulum wants naval base reopened for farmer security. There's also Sonolu pledges enabling environment for water transportation. Uh, that's on The Guardian as well. Leaking roof disrupts Senate seating is another on The Guardian. Uh, got a number of attention yesterday. Uh, the pictures or the videos of water being, you know, uh, scooped, so to speak, out of the Senate auditorium. Well, it's there on the Guardian. Leaking roof disrupts Senate seating. It's there on the Guardian. The Premium Times uh, says Farouk Lawan. Uh-huh. Farouk Lawan jailed seven years for taking $500,000 bribe from billionaire Femi Otedola. Is on the premium times this uh, morning echo has caught stops nigerian government from sanctioning prosecuting twitter users buhari stands on restructuring an invitation to uprisings robo union is there on the premium times as well uh, this morning the pen pushing newspapers with some of these headlines trailer catches fire on lagos Ibadan expressway Ogun state government refunds Aj fair uh, that's on the pen pushing newspapers. Gunmen kill man while withdrawing money from um, automated machine in battle. That happened some days back now. Uh, university expels final year student for assaulting state governor. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, cut jails Mr. Integrity, former lawmaker Farouk Lawan, for seven years over corruption. That's on the pen pushing newspapers as well. I was just going to say earlier. That the man really used to be called Mr. Integrity. Cut jails, Mr. Integrity, former lawmaker Farouk Lawan, for seven years of a corruption. You cannot sanction a prosecute Twitter users. Echoat Court tells Nigerian government. That's on the pen pushing newspapers uh, this uh, morning. Uh, there are a lot of these headlines for you to look out for. We'll take a peep into some of them. I remember your contributions are very welcome via Facebook. We're live there for you to drop them. We'll be glad to hear from you. I'll talk to you via the phone lines at some point. Uh, it's freshly pressed this Wednesday. Please don't go anywhere.
Thank you for staying with us. Freshly present, fresh one is seven point nine FM. I built Ali Bakar is my name. Um, flying solo <laughs> this morning uh, on the program, uh, but we'll definitely uh, get to take a peep into as uh, many headlines as we can this uh, morning. I remember yesterday we kickstarted our conversations with uh, the situation with the um, you know so- social media regulation, the NBC, the NPC bills. Anyway, uh, there's uh, this update here on the point says NPC NBC bills not to moderate but criminalize journalism. This according to the Nigerian Guild of Editors, uh, who said on Tuesday that the Nigerian media was not a political opponent or enemy to the federal government. According to the NGE, many of the attacks on the media by political elite are designed to bully media organizations. The NGE, in a statement by its president, Mustafa Issa, and General Secretary Yobos Ouagaren, was reacting to what it described as draconian provisions in the two bills to amend the Nigerian Press Council Act and the National Broadcasting Commission Act, currently before the National Assembly. The NG called on the National Assembly to remove the obnoxious provisions in the two bills that make it look as if they were meant to strangulate instead of regulate the media. The statement reads partly, at a time there is a popular ongoing global conversation about the need for new deal for journalism, for immediate and sustained action and collaboration between governments and other influential actors to improve the policy, funding and enabling environment for independent professional journalism, we see the proposed legislations as unhelpful. While we are not opposed to an act that will promote media stakeholders driven regulatory council, the many draconian provisions in the Odebumiolu Shegun sponsored bills are actually aimed at criminalizing media practice in Nigeria. While the intention of the sponsor of the bills is suspicious. The bills negate all known features of media regulatory bodies in the world. The NGE said while the NPC Act Cap 128 laws of the Federation of Nigeria 92 created by the military dictatorship gave the council board full responsibility to administer the council, the proposed act restricts the council board to advisory capacity on a part-time basis without direct interference in the day-to-day administration of the council and gives the executive secretary all the power. Um, well, the bill also says the chairman of the board shall be appointed by the president on the recommendation of the minister in charge of information oh, and that all other members of the board shall be appointed by the president on the recommendation by the minister of information. The intention of this kind of council is suspicious. The statement said the NG said that the professional body doesn't need the approval of the minister of information to establish and disseminate national press code and standards to guide the conduct of print media, related media houses and media practitioners and approve penalties and fines against violations of the press code as provided for in the bill. The Guild is not aware of any media regulatory council in the world which says that media regulatory council shall establish a national press and ethical code of conduct for media houses and media practitioners which shall come into effect and be disseminated after approval by the Minister of Information and that the code shall be binding on every media houses and journalists. Well, the rest of it is there on the punch this morning. NPC, NBC bills not to moderate but criminalize journalism. That's according to the Guild of Editors. Uh, There's a story to look out for. It's right there on the punch uh, this morning. There's some other stories uh, talking about the NPC, NBC bills. They're there on a lot of the dailies this morning. Remember uh, the... Uh, public hearing for the NPC bill uh, was wrapped up yesterday. Uh, I think yeah, it was supposed to be a two-day event. It was wrapped up yesterday. It should have been wrapped up yesterday, as far as I know, anyway. Um, it's there on the punch to look out for uh, this uh, morning.
As far as the Twitter situation is concerned, ECOWAS court restrains federal government from prosecuting Nigerians for using Twitter. Uh, that's um, there on uh, virtually all the dailies this morning. But the Tribune has it. The ECOWAS Court of Justice sitting in Abuja on Tuesday restrained the federal government and its agents from prosecuting or doing anything whatsoever to harass, intimidate, or arrest people for using Twitter. The court in the ruling on an interlocutory application restrained the Mohammed Bari-led government from unlawfully imposing sanctions or doing anything whatsoever to harass, intimidate, arrest, or prosecute Twitter and or any other social media service providers, media houses, radio and television broadcast stations. The plaintiffs and other Nigerians were Twitter users pending the hearing and determination of this suit. The ruling of the court followed a suit filed against the government by the Social Economic Rights and Accountability Project and 176 concerned Nigerians, arguing that the unlawful suspension of Twitter in Nigeria, criminalization of Nigerians and other people using Twitter have escalated repression of human rights and unlawfully restricted the rights of Nigerians and other people to freedom of expression, access to information and media freedom in the country. Uh, the court in his ruling delivered after hearing argument from Femi Falano, SAN, representing Serap and counsel to the federal government, Maimuna Shiro, said any interference with Twitter is viewed as inference, inf- I mean interference with human rights, and that will violate human rights. Uh, the court, of course, uh, went on to say that the federal government should stay action until uh, the hearing of the substantive suit on um, you know, the ban of Twitter entirely. And um, they say that uh, it is important that that original suit is attended to speedily because uh, uh, that occurs will be sometime in, uh, July, I think July 6th. I'm trying to get it. All. Yes, July 6th. Uh, that's when the substantive suit will be heard uh, in the course court. Well, well, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I, well, at least uh, for now, I, I'm not sure if there's been any reports. Uh, well, I've not heard of anyone who's been um, tried to court by the federal government as they threatened for using Twitter. Yes, there's been some individuals who have continued uh, to use Twitter uh, despite the ban. And uh, even though the federal government did say they could be uh, prosecuting those that continue to use it, I've not heard of any uh, who has been prosecuted. Uh, well, or maybe investigation is ongoing. But uh, the ECOWAS court has uh, come out to say you cannot do that. Uh, don't do anything until uh, the airing of the substantive suit, uh, which will be on July the 6th. The only issue, I heard, so I heard someone talking about, you know, how the ECOWAS court ruling, you know, uh, uh, if we had to go by the the previous occurrences, it might not mean anything. I remember the ECOWAS court ruling uh, that the former NSA be released at a time. Yes, it was eventually released, but I'm not sure it was because of the ECOWAS judgment, but uh, that's a uh, castle of a different fresh uh, some way. ECOWAS court restrains federal government from prosecuting Nigerians for using Twitter. Is there on the Tribune uh, this morning. Uh, meanwhile, there is that other story. Twitter ban Melami, Pantami, Fashola, others to engage Twitter. That's there also uh, on the uh, Tribune to look out for uh, this uh, morning. Twitter wants ban lifted. Reps say suspension dictatorial, ill-timed. Uh, that's on the punch this morning. The microblogging and social media platform Twitter has written to President Mohamed Bari seeking restoration of his operations in Nigeria. Special assistant to the Minister of Information and Culture, 
Shegun Adeyemi, who disclosed this in a statement in Abuja on Tuesday, also said the president had constituted a team to engage with Twitter on the recent suspension of its operations. This came to four as members of the House of Reps on Tuesday described the suspension of Twitter operations as ill-timed and dictatorial. Recall that the federal government had on June 4th, through the Minister of Information, suspended Twitter operations on the grounds that the platform was undermining the country's corporate existence. Following the, the AGF, a Minister of Justice directed the Director of Public Prosecution and his ministry to begin the process of prosecuting violators of uh, the suspension order. Anyway, the Minister of Information yesterday in a statement titled Twitter Rights President Buhari Seeking Restoration of Access in Nigeria said the President had approved negotiations with Twitter. According to the statement, the negotiations will be led by the Minister of Information and Culture, Lai Mohammed. Other members are the Attorney General, um, Malami, the Minister of Communications, Isap and Tami, the Minister of Foreign Affairs, Geoffrey Yama, Minister of Works, Battle Marshall, Minister of State for Labor and Employment, Festus Kiamo. Uh, those are the members of that team. Uh, there's going to be some interesting negotiations. Uh, the ministry also disclosed that a social platform had written the federal government seeking negotiations on the suspension of its operations. It's there on the point to look out for uh, this uh, morning. Meanwhile, talking of reactions uh, that have been um, uh, trailing it, uh, the federal government, uh, they say uh, that um, their actions are based on the Constitution and of course, uh, national security. However, the House of Reps Committee on Communication, Justice, Information and Culture, National Security and Intelligence um, remember that they grilled uh, Mr. Lai Mohammed over uh, the suspension and um, several members of the committee criticized the timing and the selective action against Twitter, noting that other social media platforms were also allegedly guilty of the same offenses listed by the government. Mohammed explained the legal backing for the action against Twitter, saying it is true that many Nigerians have accused the federal government of an attempt to stifle the media and free speech, and we say not at all. There is absolutely no attempt on the part of government to stifle free speech and the media. While it is true that sections 37, 38, 39, 40, and 41 of the Constitution actually provide for freedom of speech, it is actually qualified by section 45 of the same Constitution, which is to the effect that nothing in this section shall invalidate any law that is reasonably justifiable in a democratic society in the interest of defense, public safety, public order, public morality, public health, and for the purpose to protect the rights and freedom of other people. We suspended Twitter because it became security risk, freedom of expression, not absolute. That's according uh, to the federal government. Those are some of the things Mr. Lai Mohammed said uh, yesterday. Reps fault federal government says suspension disservice to Nigerians. Uh, that's also there on the punch. Uh, this is some of the writers that come with that story. They're there for you to look out for. Twitter wants ban lifted. Reps say suspension, dictatorial, ill-timed. Is there on the punch? Uh, the Tribune says Twitter ban Malami, Pantami, Fashola, others to engage Twitter. Is there uh, to look out for. President seeks approval for $895 billion supplementary budget is on the guardian is on a lot of the dailies uh, this morning actually senate begins probe of buhari's economic recovery plan uh, also there on um, the punch this uh, morning to look out for another story uh, that is um, present on a lot of the dailies this morning uh, is uh, the situation with the former lawmaker farouk lawan 
popularly known or popularly called at that time. I don't know whether that's something some still call him. Popularly called Mr. Integrity. Well, um, it's on a lot of the dailies, but the pen pushing newspaper says Scott jails Mr. Integrity, former lawmaker Farouk Lawan, for seven years over corruption. Now, a former chairman of the defunct House of Reps Ad Hoc Committee investigating the fraud around full subsidy regime in 2012, Farrell Clowen, has been sentenced to seven years uh, for taking bribes while serving as chairman of the committee. Pembershire reports Clowen, who created Integrity Group <laughs> while serving as a, at the lower chambers of the National Assembly, was found guilty by the Federal High Court in Abuja of all the three counts of bribery against him. The trial judge, Justice Angela Otaluka, sentenced the self-acclaimed Mr. Integrity on Tuesday, while it is also recalled that the court had earlier dismissed Lawrence's preliminary objection against the trial that has spanned nine years. Pempishin further reports the judge, while handing over the sentence, declared that Lawrence's conduct had elements of corruption, and while evaluating evidence in a judgment, noted that from the pool of evidence before the court, the prosecuting lawyer, Adebue Gaomolo, had established a case of corrupt practices against the defendant in court one, uh, in count one, rather, of the charge that borders on corruptly requesting a bribe of $3 million. The former lawmaker was prosecuted on charges of demanding a bribe of $500,000 and receiving part payment of $3 million from Femi Otedola, a billionaire oil magnate, to have the businessman's firms removed from the list of companies indicted for full subsidy fraud. Well, um, I know uh, seven years, uh, that's what he got, uh, is there. Uh, actually, seven, seven, then five, but, you know, to be served concurrently. So, seven years um, is there uh, on the Pampishin newspapers and a lot of the other dailies uh, to look out for. Finally, yesterday, uh, judge, a case that spanned for la- for nine years got judgment. It's it's, it's, worries, it's worrying, though. It, or it continues to worry uh, folks how long it takes, you know, for uh, a number of um, you know judgments to be gotten, a number of cases to be concluded. I remember the Ojizokalu case, for example, lasted twelve years or thereabout, and interestingly. Uh, the Court of Appeal, after 12 years, said, oh, something, something happened. Go start the case all over. Uh, these are some of the things that, you know, have been some of the, uh, you know, worries that have been raised as far as uh, uh, administrative criminal justice uh, situation is concerned or, you know, prosecution process. Uh, a lot of things have been said about it, how long it takes, you know, and some very, uh, well, I don't know, lawyers might argue, but some very interesting technical you know, uh, things that come up and then uh, they just uh, find a way to get out of the mess that they put themselves. But uh, after nine years, court jails Mr. Integrity, former lawmaker Farrak Lawan for seven years over corruption, is on the pen pushing newspapers, is on virtually all the dailies this morning. You don't understand why uh, for someone who, uh, you know, uh, got the tag, Mr. Integrity, uh, to have been found guilty of asking for bribe. It's, it's a different thing to, you know, to have been offered. Uh, it's been said he asked for it. Well, it's been said anyway, uh, for asking for bribe. It's, it's just interesting. Well, it's there um, on many of the dailies, like I said, to look out for. Federal government disobeys own law, flouts workers' pension remittance. 
uh, is a report there on the point this morning. Comes with the rider. 121,543 retirees have less than 550,000 naira in their RSA balance, says Pencom. Now, seven years after the federal government amended the Pension Reform Act, which stipulated that employers should remit 18% of workers' monthly emoluments into their RSAs, the government is yet to comply with its own law. The Pension Reform Act, promulgated in 2004, had stipulated that workers and employers should contribute 7.5% each of the monthly emoluments into the workers' RSAs with their respective pension fund administrators. The amended PRA 2014 mandated all employers under the CPS to raise workers' pension remittance to 18%. According to the amended law, 8% of the workers' monthly salaries should be the employee's contribution, while the employers should contribute the remaining 10%. The contributions are kept by the pension fund custodians, administered and invested by the PFAs. The essence is to ensure that the funds continue to increase until the workers retire, which will further translate into higher returns on investment and give retirees higher monthly stipends. But while most private sector employers have complied, the federal government had continued to remit the old amount of 15% into the workers' RSAs seven years after. Managing director of a pension fund, of a pension fund administrator who spoke to uh, the punch on Tuesday confirmed that the federal government had not been remitting 18% of all its worker salaries as stipulated by the law. The source said, even the 15% is not paid up to date. The federal government workers that are paid through the accountant general office are paid regularly, but those that are paid through PENCOM are not up to date. The workers who have done the biometric data capturing are those paid through the accountant general office, but those that have not done data capturing uh, are done by PENCOM uh, through the CBN. During a recent oversight visit of the Senate Committee on Establishment and Public Service to PENCOM, the DG of the Commission, Aisha Dahir Umar, had also hinted that the federal government was not complying with the Pension Act. While speaking on the challenges confronting the CPS, Dahir Umar had said other challenges include federal government's non-compliance with the new minimum statutory rate of pension contribution of 18% since 2014. She added, it is perhaps appropriate at this juncture to highlight some of the major challenges of the commission. As you are aware, the fundamental objective of the pension reform is to ensure that every worker receives his retirement benefits as and when due. However, it is sad to report that there are today a large number of federal government employees who retired from March 2020 to March 2021 under the CPS that are yet to receive their pensions due to non-payment of their accrued pension rights. This challenge, we started in 2014, was essentially triggered by the appropriation of insufficient amounts for payment of accrued pension rights of federal government retirees and further aggravated by late or non-release of full appropriated amounts. Well, the rest of it is on the point. It's a long read, really, that report. Uh, says federal government disobeys own law, flouts workers' pension remittance. 121,543 retirees have less than 550,000 naira in the RSA balance, says PENCOM. Is there on the point this morning uh, to look out for? Uh, there can be no justification for bad behavior, uh, but then I've heard some people argue that some of the corrupt or sharp practices that we see uh, in uh, the public service is sometimes spurred by the fact that this some of these individuals know that they will not get the right treatment when they leave, so they'd rather just. Uh, steal whatever they can while they are at work. Although that is bad, but that's an argument I've heard some people push. And, you know, you just begin to wonder how it is that people would have worked for so many years. And then, you know, it becomes issues for them to get what is due to them. It's just really sad. Federal government disobeys own law. Flowers workers' pension remittance is on the punch this morning. I'll take a very quick pause. And uh, when we return, we'll check out some more stories. Don't go anywhere, please.
Our friend Oliver is what you call a man with a huge appetite. Gigantic, actually. And if there's one phrase we have come to know Oliver for, it is this. More data, please. No matter what we offer him. More data, please. So, guess what we did? We heard Glow created new data plans for people like Oliver. And we got him exactly that. And guess what Oliver said? Excuse me, please, is this all for me? Only me? Now, Oliver certainly has more than enough data. All thanks to the Glow Mega Data Plans. With the longer validity you get on Glow Mega Data Plans, you can work from home with ease, run your business better, download non-stop, stream music and movies endlessly, learn online and share data with anyone. No worries. Get 225 gigabytes at 30,000 Naira for 30 days, 425 gigabytes at 50,000 Naira for 90 days and 1 terabyte at 100,000 Naira for a year. Dial star 777 hash now to start enjoying these plans unlimited abel kuta congratulations to the hospitality industry leader don landing for Abel Kuta, yes, Academy Suits. The Babala Hotel, the Wetanda for Ibadan. The cultural capital of Yoruba Landi. Don't open for Abel Kuta Academy Suits. Una home away from home hotel. We get Ogbonga comfort for we customer. Plus include leisure with proper cleanliness. Na Academy Suits to get home. Plus include Olympic size swimming pool with security na water tight for our restaurant. You go Baladu Continental and the local food with the check money. Everything about Academy Suits. Na quality. With unbeatable low price to confirm with the talking for what you match now now to Academy Suit went and Dagidiba beside Abadia Central Mosque MKO Abiola Way Abel Kuta Abikukuma they call this number 0817666601 Academy Suit na home away from home. Thank you for staying with us, freshly pressed this Wednesday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. Moving on uh, very swiftly. Southeast governors cannot decide for Indigo and Biafra. That's IPOB. Is on the Tribune, is on the Guardian, is on the Punch, is everywhere this morning. The proscribed indigenous people of Biafra. IPOB has declared that the Southeast governors are too small to decide for Indigo and Biafra agitation. IPOB made this known in a statement made available to newsmen by its spokesperson, Ima Powerful, on Tuesday. According to Powerful, IPOB is not surprised that the governors will disown and condemn IPOB and Eastern Security Network after they have been proscribed. Powerful, however, described the Southeast leaders' swiftness to disown and betray their own in their quest to appease their slave masters as unfortunate, shameful, and disgraceful. The statement reads, The attention of IPOB, ably led by you know, uh, Dekano, has been drawn to the purported disowning and condemnation of IPOB and ESN by the frustrated Southeast governors and few self-centered political leaders in the region. We are not, however, surprised because they were the same people to prescribe us before the federal government tagged us terrorists. 
the governors Oanese Indigbo and the handful traitors masquerading as Igbo political elites will wake up to the realities that they have since lost the confidence of the people. We understand the worry of this uh, Efus. I don't know what that means. It says they are rattled by the unflinching support and loyalty of the masses to IPOP. Uh, it goes on to say, it's only unfortunate, shameful, and disgraceful that the so-called Igbo leaders will be quick to disown and betray their own in their quest to appease their slave masters. Uh, the Southeast governors again in 2017, they sat together in Enugu State to proscribe IPOP and the federal government declared them terrorists with support of Southeast governors while they are not. To their shame, how many times have their northern counterpart disowned the bloody terrorists, bandits, and headsmen rampaging the country? Uh, the statement asks. Well, the rest of it is there on the Tribune. Um, Southeast governors cannot decide for Indigo on Biafra. That's according to IPOP. is on a lot of the dailies uh, to look out for. Uh, this uh, morning. Southeast governors can't decide actualization of Biafra. That's IPOP as well. Uh, there to look out for the punch. Uh, the uh, Guardian as well. Uh, this uh, morning says leaking roof disrupts Senate seating. Uh, is there on the Guardian uh, this uh, morning? Apparently, uh, it's not just some uh, other buildings in the country that have their roofs leaking. Uh, the National Assembly as well. Um, well, there are a number of writers that come with that. Leaking roof disrupts Senate seating. Lawmakers confirm Yaya as new chief of army staff. Okay, bill for solid mineral development commission. Uh, according to the Guardian, they say it was a moment of embarrassment for senators yesterday as leaks from the roof of the National Assembly building disrupted plenary session. The incident, which followed a downpour, caught at the White House. The portion of the assembly housing both upper and lower legislative chambers. Many lawmakers were stranded for some minutes before the rain subsided. Uh, the lobby of the assembly was practically impassable at 11 a.m., even as cleaners were immediately mobilized uh, to clear the pool. <laughs> some observers, however, expressed disappointment that a leak of such magnitude could occur despite the huge amount of money expended on National Assembly maintenance. Intense criticisms had trailed the approval of 37 billion naira in the 2020 budget for the renovation of the complex. That sum was different from the 128 billion allocated for the National Assembly uh, in the same budget. A staff of the Assembly whose office was affected said the level of misplaced priority in this country is mind-boggling and it appears the people are fed up. Just to bring the actual issue here into perspective, it should be noted that only the sum of 48 billion was budgeted for education uh, in 2020, a simple comparison of the amount budgeted for National Assembly repairs and the amount budgeted for education goes a long way to show how Nigerian leaders think about development. The Senate, meanwhile, has confirmed the appointment of Major General Farouk Yaya as substantive chief of army staff. Uh, the confirmation came after the consideration of a report of Joint Committee on Defense and Army presented by the Chairman, Senator Ali Omako, uh, of course, and the Chairman of Army, um, Senator Ali Ndume. Well, um, is there to look out for this morning on The Guardian? And the report about the leaking roof, actually, is on virtually all the dailies. Of course, uh, you don't understand why it's a big deal for so many. Uh, because you'd wonder, you know, how it is possible uh, that, uh, you know, the National Assembly found itself in that situation, especially, uh, as it has been mentioned by a number of people, uh, with the amount of money uh, that you know, usually enters that place. <laughs> well, I don't mean enter physically, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, re- remember, just as Guardian mentioned, that those talks about the $37 billion that was approved for the uh, renovation of the complex. Uh, question is, what did they renovate? Wasn't the roofs part of it? Weren't the roofs part of it? Plus, even if $37 billion wasn't approved for it, it's a, lo- it's a lot of money. 
as we hear, the lawmakers get, they better they contribute. You, know, you bring 10k, you bring. I'm sure they'll fix, uh, you know, uh, the roof. But anyway, it's really interesting what happens. Uh, is there a leaking roof disrupts Senate seating? Is there on the Guardian? We're live on Facebook for you to drop your contributions. Facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live. That's where you drop your contributions uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the lot of the dailies uh, with a number of other headlines for you to look out for this morning. Uh, Farouk Lawan jailed seven years for taking 500,000 bribe from billionaire of Emil Tedola. Uh, yes, I was going to mention this. Boari stands on restructuring an invitation to uprisings. Uh, that's on the Premium Times. Uh, a social cu- cultural group in Nigeria, the Urobo Progressive Union, has issued a strong reaction to a remark credited to President Muhammad Bari that those calling for a structure in Nigeria were naive and ignorant about the 1999 Nigeria Constitution. Um, remember, according to reports, uh, the president. Uh, in an event in Zaria, according to a report by Vanguard newspaper, had said, I quote, and again, those who are discussing restructuring, my question is, what are you going to restructure? If you ask many Nigerians what they are going to restructure, you'll find out that they have nothing to talk about. Some of them have not even studied the 1999 Constitution. The 1999 Constitution is almost 70 to 80% a 1979 Constitution. The Executive Secretary of Revenue Mobilization and Official Commission, Mohamed Sheu, said last week, while representing Mr. Boyer at an event in Zaria. Now, the remark is interpreted as a foreclosure by the president and the agitation for restructuring, which clearly is getting louder and more intense by the day. Now, the Euro Progressive Union, in the statement issued yesterday, described the remark credited to the president as an invitation to forced marriage and therefore an invitation to violent uprisings. The statement signed by the president-general of the union, uh, Joe Omene, said the remark was similar to pouring petrol on a raging inferno. How will the foreclosure of such a civic avenue of dialogue as the president is proposing help to secure a country that is falling apart? Did the president actually endorse these volatile statements made on his behalf by his representative? The group said every Nigerian longed for a country where they can be proud to live in, where everyone and every group is treated as equals. But that has not been the case since the country secured its independence from the British in 1960. This, it said, is the reason the country is collapsing and in urgent need to embrace and in urgent need of the embrace of enduring solutions that will bring peace uh, to the land. Well, Buhari's stance on restructuring and invitation to uprisings, European Union, uh, is there on the Premium Times uh, to look out for this uh, morning. You know, interestingly, uh, the president was uh, represented uh, at that event in Zaria by the RMAFC executive secretary. Uh, but, of course, you'd, you'd expect that whatever his words are, are the words of the president. Uh, what I cannot confirm now is whether uh, he was speaking off the cuff or he was reading a speech. But if, if he was representing the president, well, anyway, um, it's there uh, to look out for. Uh, this uh, morning. Bari stands on restructuring and invitation to uprisings. The Robo Union are there to look out for this morning. Uh, 0815 432 1079. 0815 432 1079. 0818 111 1079. 0818 111 1079. Those are the numbers uh, to 
call to make your contributions as far as some of these headlines are concerned uh, this uh, morning. Remember, we are live on Facebook for you to uh, drop your contributions as well uh, this uh, morning. Many thanks to a bunch of you who have joined us live, by the way. Do share the videos, of course. Give others a chance to also join and then drop your contributions. Good morning. Hello, good morning, uh, Mr. Wale. Good morning. Yeah, uh, for lying for now from Chicago. I want to have my mistake on this report. Uh, this uh, IPOP, the, uh, what's it called, the, the governor, the town mm-hmm. governor. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the fact remains that uh, there is something I think we should look out for in this uh, situation. There shouldn't be a kind of a misconception. I think they, they need to call on themselves, you know, they, they should form a, a kind of either committee or a forum to, you know, meet, I mean, to gather both of them together. Because if somebody, I mean, a, a, a body can be able to tell a particular, you know, a, a particular state or geographical region, you know, that they should not come out and they did not come out, that's what they have to they are, they, they people, some people are, are in support. So they need to you know, call, call them. Are you sure they just, they just didn't come out out of fear? I, I, I get your point. I get your point. You're saying yes. they have some <laughs> massive support. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. I get your point, really. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Wow. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning, Wale. Yes, good morning. Uh, good morning. My name is Paul Oni. I'm calling from Abel Kuta. Good morning, Mr. Oni. Uh, there is something we are missing here. And that is the fact that a people have, they have the right to determine what they want to belong to and how they want to belong to it. Talking about 1999 constitution, not having this, having that, and it's immaterial. The issue is a people they have the people have the right they have the right to determine what they want to belong to. And that is an international statute that we even signed that we even signed for. But, but, so like the last caller said but, but remember IPOP well. has a lot of followership and that's why people stay at home. But, so uh, let us determine how how uh, 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 we will do this thing in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a civil manner. But you know, like, Mr. Ando, while, I, while I see the point you're making, you know, I'm sure you know that this, some of these issues are not that simplistic. Uh, remember what happened, uh, let's, for example, talk about what happened in Spain, for example, you know. Yeah, uh, Catalonia. Was and that was something that was, you know, rebuffed by, by, the, by, by the country as well. That's a very good example, mm. but you know, a, a, a referendum would have determined what well, is supposed well, that, to. That, that's yeah. because their own, I, I, maybe their constitution allowed for referendum. Ours doesn't. A referendum should be a, a, an international statute. <laughs> but we'll keep, we'll keep talking, we'll keep uh, walking the talk <laughs> as, as we go along. Thank you so much. Right, so I like thank that. you for your contribution. Thanks. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Wally. Good morning. I am MOK from United Towns of Ayatollah. My dear brother, I don't know where we are heading to in Nigeria. If the federal government will be opposing restructuring, that may be uh, the, the, the government is opposing uh, uh, the unity of Nigeria. We are being forced to a marriage 
and when the marriage is collapsing, we need to look for a, a, a solution to it. That is what people are saying. The amalgamation was a false marriage, and it is no longer working. And that is the essence of uh, the who's and price everywhere. I, I wonder why the government will be insisting. Maybe the president himself is not weary of the statement being issued out by his representatives. Because I am not sure that is actually the true information uh, uh, from the president and or even uh, the sole uh, manufactured messages from, from the representatives. Mm. People said they want a restructuring so that Nigeria will continue to live peacefully. But alas, the reverse is the case. Are these people actually representing us or they are representing their self-interest? Mm. Uh, this is something we need to look at. And the, the issue of IPOP too, uh, the IPOP is having a majority. And some section of the people that actually benefiting from the federal government will be cajoling people. And even cajoling the federal government. Because the federal government is not actually allowed to destroy responsibility. Right, okay. I think it's better we go the right way. Right, Thank okay. you, God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you too. Hello. Good morning. Wally. Good morning. Yeah, my name is Honorable Larry Jaji. Larry is calling from the People's Parliament in Lemon in Avenkuta. Mm. Well, the case of that Paruk Lawan, I, mean, I thought, I mean, I don't know, the thing has really gone down the drain. I never knew that it was still on it. And I mean, it took <laughs> a longer time for it. For years, I mean, I've even forgotten about it. Uh, so, which means probably Paruk is not in the good book of some people that have said, okay, my brother, go back and no sense and sin no more. I mean, I've forgotten about the Wally on the serious so, so, then on the so, so you're saying, so, you're, so, so you'd rather have it forgotten as well? <laughs> I mean, I've forgotten also. Uh-huh. So on the on, on the I think Mr. President really needs to let us do something better so that we can live harmoniously and peacefully together in this country. I mean, this marriage is inconvenient, it's not comfortable for us. Let us talk on the round table and let us be one. Good morning, have a pleasant day, Wally. Mm. God bless you. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Hello, good morning. Hello? Yes, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good My mor- name is Mike. I'm calling from Lambeth. Well, good morning, Mr. Smart. Yeah. How is Lambeth this morning? Uh, fine, though. It's Rokoroko area now. Sorry. They are put us <laughs> from uh, attacking Akute, Akute <laughs> down again. Sorry. Uh, so, uh, my own, my own uh, take this morning is that Okay, in the Bible, they say the law is made for man and not man for the law. This law we made that our forefathers made. Can't it, we are human beings after them. Can't it be revised or reviewed and correct the necessary? Why are people feeling or behaving as if the man is made for the law and not law for the man? Hello. Well, 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 we get your point already. Sorry. Hello. Good morning. Please turn on the volume on your radio. Thank you. I like you need to be nice, my name. All right. Good morning, sir. I'm telling you, Wally. You see, the the like I say, the president is supposed to be president in flooding crisis. Why the man that I say he doesn't know what is a one by resolution? Why are you using it to campaign? In 2015, 2019, why are you saying, uh, uh, you have to fight, you have to fight, uh, uh, 
to go and do it that why are you telling the, 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 the hello why we, are you talking about the Agua Bulai going out the right regions Thank you. Hello, good morning. Yeah, but I want a good morning. Good morning. You have Solomon on the line. Good morning, Solomon. Instructioning means a lot to different people. We have, if you if you tell those, ask those who are calling for instruction, what kind of instructioning do they want? <laughs> you will have different, different answers. But 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 there there are some uh, th- there are some components that have been consistently mentioned. Uh, people have mentioned state police. Uh, fiscal no, don't go there. Okay. If you want us to go there, I'll go there this morning. Judiciary autonomy that have been that have been given is it not the part of the structure that you are talking about? Has it really been given? Yes, by federal government. Okay, by federal government. Yes. So people should call their state to order. Judiciary. The, the state house of assembly and the local government autonomy also. So let the state do the do the needful. We always put the blame of Mr. President, Mr. President. That's one aside. The issue of uh, Farouk, I am not surprised. And Wale, Majeko Shoke at the end of the day, if Farouk did not go to jail, it happened with Oji Wusokalu. And I've said it time with that number. There is this dear panel talk. After two go to talk, that when you jump from PDP to APC, your sin are forgiven. Well, the president Look, said you are not being fair on them. He said? The president said you are not being fair on them, if that's your judgment. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's why I call it the apparel talk. Mm, okay. After two go to talk, Darige mm. was in PDP and he jumped to APC. He's in jail today. We have two former governors that are in jail. But you know our people. When they want to, they, when they want to, they will give a dog bad name so that they can. Why the people go? As far as I'm concerned, if Farouk is going to go to jail, I don't have any problem to it. But that seven years, as far as I'm concerned, is too small for me. Abba. All right. All right. Thank you. Uh, just before we get to your Facebook contributions, good morning. Good. Oops, sorry. Good morning. Wow. Yeah, um, we lost that call. Uh, to, well, I'll get back to the phone lines uh, in a moment. On Facebook now, Raji Afiz Abidemi said the issue of um, leaking of National Assembly building with 37.9 billion. Honestly, this our judicial system is leaking, our executive leaking, our economy leaking, our security leaking, our health system leaking, and even our unity is leaking. It says, 
uh, restructuring is definitely the panacea uh, to all those things. All right. Good morning, Wally. On pension remittances, the federal government is deceiving us, but their own allowances are the first are on first line charges. Says mm, Farrakh Lawan issues to run concurrently are B. Uh, okay, oh, uh, well done. We are not there yet. <laughs> um, that's Ademola Adebajo. Aisha Gaba says, uh, okay, sorry. Uh, Lola Bab says, good morning. Uh, the leaking roof that was mentioned this morning, all the housing members should tax themselves 20000 each <laughs> to repair the roof. Says no money should be given out to them again. At least they collect sitting allowance. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, it says about the pension, government should do the right thing for once. Let them pay up all the remittance uh, being owed. Huh. Uh, Dishino Lustring says, it's worry and it's leaked. I don't know what the structure is all about. Why are, the, why are they playing in different childishness uh, which will eventually lead them to destruction. Well, Oliomi Michael says, I think what's happening in this country is beyond the restructuring. That restructuring can never put an end to these critical afflictions we are facing. Let's look at it this way. Which restructuring that we please all the citizens? He says, I don't think we need any restructuring. Well, uh, different opinions, of course. Abayomi Adebayo says, I will not celebrate Faru's conviction yet because like Kalu, he may still escape through the appeal and Supreme Court. The corruption in Nigeria is legendary. If the judiciary is swift and holy, they can right all the wrong we have in Nigeria. Mm. It says restructuring simply means autonomy to the federating unit, fiscal federalism, freedom to grow at different paces of the federating units. So thank you for that clarification. Larry Lacomi, there should be quick dispensation of justice so as not to deny justice. If it will take nine good years before judiciary will decide for a client, it leaves much to be desired. Fugitive Kanu and is um, are using the rational approach to achieve their selfish ambition. Oh, he says Ipobians. Oh, sorry. Fugitive Kanu and his Ipobians are using a rational approach to achieve their selfish ambition, he says. All right. Um, thank you for your contributions uh, via Facebook. Uh, uh, for a number of you who joined to say hello, thank you. Good morning to you as well. Uh, thank you for joining. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I'll be able to squeeze in any more phone calls. Uh is telling me I have to leave the studio already. Many thanks to you for investing your time with us this uh, morning. Freshly Press returns tomorrow, God willing. Wally Bakar is my name. Enjoy your Wednesday. Keep it locked on Fresh FM. Bye. Broadcasting worldwide. The latest hits and the greatest memories. Fresh. Fresh. 107.9 FM. Fresh 107.9 FM. Professionalism nurtured by experience. Tell my